Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu ta'ala wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillah fala mudhillalah wa man yudlil fala hadiyalah wa ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu amma ba'd fa ya ibadallah ittaqullaha subhanahu wa ta'ala wa raqibuhu muraqabata man ya'lam anna rabbahu yasma'uhu wa yarah haf taqwa of Allah haf fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be conscious of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is watching you all the time seeing you all the time hearing you and he's well aware of what you do ayyuhal muslimun imam ibn hibban in his in his sahih he collected a narration on the authority of ubaid ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu in a narration declared sahih by imam al-albani who said to aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha akhbirini bi a'jabi shay'in Ra'itihi min Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said to Ummul Mu'mineen, Tell me about the most amazing thing that you have seen from the Messenger alayhi salatu wa salam. Qala fasakatat. Thumma qalat. Lamma kana laylatan min al-layali. Qala ya Aisha. Dharini ata'abbadu al-laylata li rabbi. Ummul Mu'minina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said, after she became silent, and then she said, on a certain night, the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam said to me, allow me to devote myself in worship of my Lord tonight. She then continues to say, Qultu wallahi, inni la uhibbu qurbak, wa uhibbu ma yasurruk. She said, by Allah, I love to be close to you, and I love that which pleases you. قَالَتْ فَقَامَ فَتَطَهَّرَ ثُمَّ قَامَ يُصَلِّ Umm al-Mu'mineen, she said, then the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam got up, he performed tahara, yani wudu, and then he stood up in prayer. قَالَتْ فَلَمْ يَزَلْ يَبْكِي حَتَّى بَلَّ حِجْرَهُ قَالَتْ وَكَانَ جَالِسًا فَلَمْ يَزَلْ يَبْكِي حَتَّى بَلَّ لِحْيَتَهُ أم المؤمنين تعايش رضي الله تعالى عنها She said that the Messenger عليه الصلاة did not stop crying up until his beard became wet wet with his tears ثُمَّ بَكَى فَلَمْ يَزَلْ يَبْكِي حَتَّى بَلَّ الْأَرْضِ the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam did not stop crying up until the earth, the ground, it became wet wet with his tears ثُمَّ then she said فَجَاءَ بِلَالٌ يُؤْذِنُهُ بِالصَّلَاةِ فَلَمَّا رَاهُ يَبْكِي قَالَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ 
تبكي وقد غفر الله لك ما تقدم من ذنبك وما تأخر Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu he then arrived and he said to the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam O Messenger of Allah you cry even though Allah has forgiven for you your previous and future sins the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam then said أَفَلَا أَكُونُ عَبْدًا شَكُورًا Should I not be a grateful slave? لَقَدْ أُنزِلَتْ عَلَيَّ اللَّيْلَةَ آيَةً وَيْلٌ لِمَنْ قَرَأَهَا وَلَمْ يَتَفَكَّرْ فِيهَا The Prophet, he said, Tonight, an ayah has been revealed to me. Woe be to him who reads this ayah but does not Reflect over it. Inna fi khalqi samawati wal ard wa ikhtilafi layli wal nahar la ayat li ulil albab. Indeed, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, inna fi khalqi samawati wal ard, indeed, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and in the alternation of the night and the day, in it there are ayat, in it there are signs for a people of understanding. الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَىٰ جُنُوبِهِمْ Those people who remember Allah and mention Allah while standing, while sitting, while lying down upon their side وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ And they reflect, they ponder over the creation of the heavens and the earth رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Oh our Lord, they say, Oh our Lord, you have not created all of this in vain, in futility. Glorified be you from such a belief. Therefore save us from the fire of hell. أَيُّهَا الْمُسْلِمُونَ Indeed Allah Jalla wa Ala he has placed ayat, signs, within this creation. And these signs, they indicate the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The authority of Allah, the control that Allah jalla wa ala has over this creation. That he is one and unique in that regard. And the people of understanding, the people of true intelligence, are those people who drive their minds towards reflecting over the ayat of Allah. They are those people who drive their minds in considering the ayat of Allah, considering the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so that they can take benefit from this ayat, so that they can, they can take heed, take lesson from the ayat of Allah jalla wa found within his creation. Why? Because reflecting upon the ayat of Allah Jalla wa az, reflecting upon the universal signs of Allah Jalla wa ala, the creation of Allah Jalla wa ala, reflecting, up, reflecting upon them, it increases a person's iman, it increases a person's yaqeen, and it strengthens his silah, it strengthens his connection with Rabbul Alameen subhanahu wa ta'ala, and thus the people. Of understanding, they reflect upon the ayat of Allah.
and from the ayat of Allah, from the universal ayat of Allah, the universal signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the changing of conditions, the condition of heat, yani a hot weather into a cold weather, the changing of day into night. Likewise, from the ayat of Allah jalla wa ala, is the changing of seasons from spring into summer, summer into autumn, autumn into winter. And look at the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us in that he does not allow the season of the summer to come in all of a sudden from the winter or the season of the winter to enter upon us all of a sudden from the summer rather these seasons they occur gradually slowly otherwise our bodies would be harmed and among those seasons is the season that we're in right now the season of winter this season it has many ayat it has many signs of Allah Jalla wa ala. it has the sign of ra'd of thunder of al-barq, of lightning, of al-bard, coldness, of al-riyah, winds. So among those signs, the sign of the thunder, Allah Jalla wa Ala, He says concerning it, هُوَ الَّذِي يُرِيكُمُ الْبَرْقَ خَوْفًا وَطَمَعًا وَيُنْشِئُ السَّحَابَ الثِّقَالِ وَيُسَبِّحُ الرَّعْدُ بِحَمْدِهِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ مِنْ خِيفَتِهِ وَيُرْسِلُ الصَّوَاعِقَ فَيُسِيبُ بِهَا مَنْ يَشَاءَ وَهُمْ يُجَادِلُونَ فِي اللَّهِ وَهُوَ شَدِيدُ الْمِحَالِ He is the one that sends the barq. He is the one that sends the lightning, causing fear and causing hope in the people. And he is the one that originates the heavy and dense clouds. And the thunder, it glorifies by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise the angels, out of fear of Allah jalla wa az, and Allah Jalla wa Ala sends the thunderbolts, afflicting by way of them those whom He wills, and they dispute and argue concerning Allah Jalla wa Ala, and He is the one that possesses great power. Concerning this ayah, Al Alama Abdul Rahman Sa'di Rahmatullah Taala Alayhi said, "Faida kana huwa wahduhu aladhi yasuqu lilibad alamtar wa sahub alati fiha maada tu arzaqihim." وهو الذي يدبر الأمور وتخضع له المخلوقات العظام التي يخاف منها وتزعج العباد وهو شديد القوة فهو الذي يستحق أن يعبد وحده لا شريك له That if it is the case that he Allah جل وعلا he is the one that he is the one that brings about the rain he Allah جل وعلا he is the one that makes the clouds what is inside of those clouds Rain. What is rain? The rain is the original substance of your livelihood. You can't live, you can't survive without this rainwater. If he is the one that created these big forms of created entities, like the thunder, like the lightning, like, these angels, like the angels, these things that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he is the one that has made all of this, then it goes without saying that he jalla wa ala, deserves to be worshipped as far as this thunder is concerned 
then a person may ask, what is this thunder and this sound that we hear? Allah's Messenger والسلام, informed us about it. On an occasion, in a narration recorded by Imam Ahmed in his Musnad and others declared Hassan by Imam Al-Albani, the Jews, they came to the Messenger والسلام, and they asked him about Ar-Ra'at, about the thunder. So the Messenger والسلام, he said, مَلَكٌ مِّن مَلَائِكَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلٌ مُوَكَّلٌ بِالسَّحَابِ بِيَدِهِ أَوْ فِي يَدِهِ مِخْرَاقٌ مِّن نَارٌ يَسْجُرُ بِهِ السَّحَابِ يَسُوقُهُ حَيْثُ وَمَرَ اللَّهِ He said concerning the thunder, it is an angel from the angels of Allah عَزَّ وَجَلٌ And this angel, he is in charge of the clouds and in his hand is a brand of fire which he uses to restrain the clouds, driving the clouds wherever Allah Jalla wa'ala has commanded him to take them. So then the Jews, they asked the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, فَمَا هَذَا sawt? What is this sound? When the thunder, when we hear the thunder, what is this sound? The Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, سَوْتُهُ It is his sound, yani the sound of the angel. Likewise, among those signs that we see being manifest within this season, the season of the winter, is the extreme cold. Now where does this cold come from? Allah's Messenger والسلام, he said in the hadith of Abi Hurairah recorded by Bukhari wa Muslim, The hellfire complained to its Lord and it said, O oh my Lord, Parts of me have eaten other parts. And thus Allah granted hellfire two breaths. Nafasun fi shita wa nafasun fi saif. A breath that hellfire takes in the winter and a breath that the hellfire takes in the summer. Uh, in the summer. مِنَ الزَّمْهَرِ فَأَشَدُّ مَا تَجِدُونَ مِنَ الْحَرِّ وَأَشَدُّ مَا تَجِدُونَ مِنَ الزَّمْهَرِيرِ And for that reason you find the extreme heat in the summer and it is for that reason that you find the extreme cold within the winter. The extreme heat that we have in summertime, where does it come from? It's as a result of the breath, the exhaling that hellfire has, that hellfire takes. And this cold that we experience right now in the time of winter, where is this cold coming from? This cold is coming from the hellfire because hellfire, it has extreme heat and likewise it has extreme cold. Therefore, when we experience this coldness in the time, in the season of winter, alongside the preparations that we might make of wearing warm clothes and heating our houses up, we should also bear in mind as to where this cold is coming from. It is coming from the fire of hell. Ayyuhal Muslimun. Another sign from the signs of Allah Jalla wa'ala that become manifest in this season, the season of winter, is the, is, is the wind. And this wind, it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By way of, if this wind did not exist, if this wind was still and stationary and motionless, then human life itself would not become possible. Animal life would not be possible. 
plants, they would decay. Animals, they would not have any plants. Animals would die. Human life, it would not exist. Food would become putrid. The, the, the air would become foul-smelling. So as a result of the blessing of this wind, this noble blessing that we take advantage of and we never really reflect over, as a result of this wind, our life is possible. As a result of this wind, the atmosphere is cleansed. As a result of this wind, diseases and sicknesses, they're, they're eliminated. So it's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But likewise, this blessing of Allah jalla wa of the wind, can also be a punishment. Can also be a punishment from Allah jalla wa az. As by way of this wind, Allah jalla wa ala destroyed the people of Ad. Tudammiru kulla shay'in bi'idhni rabbiha. Destroying everything by the permission of this, by, by the permission of its Lord. For that reason, the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, recorded by Imam Muslim, he said, when the wind would come, Allahumma inni as'aluka khayraha wa khayra ma fiha. When the wind would come, the Prophet of Allah, he would supplicate to Allah. Oh Allah, I ask you for the, for the good of it. The good of the wind. And the good that is inside of it. Wa khayra ma ursilat bihi. And for the good that the wind was sent with. Wa a'udhu bika min sharriha wa sharri ma fiha. And I seek protection in you, O Allah, from the evil of the wind, and from the evil that is within the wind, and from the evil that the wind was sent with. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulihil Kareem. Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabi ajma'een. Amma ba'd. Fayayu al Muslimun. No doubt. With this season, the season of winter, we all make preparations in terms of clothing. We all give it importance in terms of heating our houses up, heating our cars up. When this season arrives, there is a great amount of importance and consideration we give to the season. And we should do. Protect your bodies, protect your houses. However, what consideration, what importance have we left? For that which is everlasting, i.e. the afterlife. We give great importance for the winter, and you should do to some degree. But ask yourself, are you giving a greater amount of importance to something that is everlasting and that is much more longer in comparison to the season of winter? And the Messenger, والسلام, he himself would say, Allahumma la taj'al dunya akbara hammina wa la mablagha ilmina Oh Allah, don't make the dunya our greatest concern, the summit of our concern. And don't make it the limit of our knowledge. So right now, you're in the season of winter. We're wearing coats, thick socks, underlayers. Our houses have been heated up. We have given, we have given importance to the season of winter. Perhaps it's the last winter that some of us will ever see. Compare that now to the importance that you have given to the life that you are for definite going to face. The afterlife, either paradise or hellfire. If it is the case that you give greater importance to the afterlife, honey and luck, glad tidings to you. But if not, 
then be cautious, my brother. Be wary, my sister, because death could come to you any time. And it could be the case that this is the last winter that you see. And you don't want to be in a state where the angel of death takes your soul and you have given less importance to the afterlife, giving it less importance over the dunya. Right now, in the season of the winter, in fact, you have a chance to capitalize upon this time for your afterlife. How? Ibn Umar anhu, he would say, the winter season, it is a ghanima, it is like a war booty for the abideen, for the devout worshippers of Allah. How? Ibn Mas'ud when the winter season would come, he would say, Marhaban bishita, tatanazzal fihi baraka. Welcome to Ashita, welcome to Ray, welcome to winter, in which the blessings of Allah they descend down. How? What, what can you do within the winter? Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anuhu. He says, Layluhu yatool yasumuhu wa naharuhu yaqsur. Layluhu yatoom lil qiyam wa naharuhu yaqsur lil siyam. The night of winter, those nights, they are long. And so you have an opportunity, an ample amount of time to stand up in qiyamul layl, stand up in night prayer. And the days of winter, they are short. And thus, it is easy for you to engage in voluntary fasting. Allahumma aati nufusana taqwaha, wa zakkiha anta khayru man zakkaha, anta waliuha wa maulaha, wa sallillahumma ala nabiyina Muhammad, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa aqimu salaha.